0: super talk mississippi media production
1: have you heard all the rave about the new quick grill located inside the be quick chevron on veterans boulevard come visit be quick chevron along with quick grill be quick food marts your locally owned hometown convenience store wherever you are
0: Celebrating the amazing people of coastal Mississippi. And across this great state who are working hard to make this a great place to live, work, and play. This is the The Ricky Matthews Matthews Show on Super Talk 103.1. Welcome to the Ricky Matthews Show. Hope you're having a great day.
2: And thank you for listening on Super Talk and YouTube or Facebook or your favorite podcast as we continue to celebrate Coast of Mississippi. We're going to be joined in just a second by Mayor Billy Knight from Moss Point, and my friend Paige Roberts, the executive director of the Jackson County Chamber. But first, a real, uh, just a quick note. Um, I want to give a shout out to the city of Gulfport and to the Mississippi Deep Sea Fishing Rodeo uh, Organization. I have fished in that rodeo with my family for. Good Lord, I can't even remember, certainly long before I even had a family, Um, for for over 40 years. As a child, I fished in it, and then my friend Terry Waldrop and I fished in it for many, many years. And then we had kids born, and then the kids fish in it, and had the the distinction of getting king fisherman many years. And my son Jordan has gotten it many years. In fact, my son Jordan got king fisherman this year. But it's not to us. It's not about the tournament itself. Although it's a, it's a lot of fun, and uh, you know the prizes are fine and all of that. But for us, it's a reunion. My my brother-in-laws, uh, Mark and Peter Bohanovich, and Jordan and I get together every year and we go out and fish together. Come into the. We want to support the rodeo because the rodeo has had such a wonderful. Place in the uh, sort of the tourism community of coastal Mississippi. Now that it's at the Barksdale Pavilion there at at Jones Park, it's just it's just really well done, and it's a great chance for kids to get in contact with the fish. They they clean the fish and serve them as food at the at the radio at the rodeo. It's just it's a good old school fishing rodeo, and they did a great job this year. And I just want to I want to congratulate them. Um, for people who don't get it, you probably got to go. And, and see for yourselves it's becomes sort of a, a music festival on top of that and of course you know it culminates with uh, with with fireworks and of course all up and down the coast coast of Mississippi you saw fireworks happening and that was really that was really cool but you know what it's interesting that in the midst of the Fourth of July which is a great opportunity for us to be patriotic in the moment. You, you, we can move so fast and move on from, uh, you, know, you know, forget what's happening here in Coastal Mississippi for a moment, and 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 not remember that that one of our cities, Moss Point, is still recovering from a tornado. And so I don't I don't want the festivities, which I think is important for Coastal Mississippi, brings people together. Thousands of people went to these various events and enjoyed the fireworks. Uh, it, it, we we got to circle back and remind ourselves that one of our cities is still trying to get back on, you know, its feet. And uh, with that said, I wanted to invite my friend, my dear friend. Uh, someone I admire greatly, who's, as I referred to him before this show, the Energizer Bunny, um, Mayor Billy Knight. And my dear friend, Paige Roberts, who is the Executive Director of the Jackson County Chamber. She has Red Cross experience. She is, in her heart, a disaster recovery expert. She has been volunteering tremendous amount of her time in Moss Point since the uh since the uh, tornado went through that city. But before we go any further, let me just welcome you guys to uh, the Ricky Matthews show.
3: Thank you, Rick. Thanks for having us here. It's
2: great to see you. Yeah, so mayor, I, 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 you know, I, I think everybody has to take a deep breath during the Fourth of July weekend, and you know, we have to look back and say, you know, the the, the various committees that raise money to do fireworks displays and things like the fishing rodeo, all these things are important for coastal Mississippi. It's important to people in Moss Point, frankly, that they have a, a you know a break from the realities of their day. But there was a path, a path of a tornado that uh, that. You know, the the people who lived on in, in that path, um, you know, many of them might have been near the, the edge to begin with, you know, financially and otherwise, and suddenly they find themselves where they're in a recovery mode again. So for, for them, even though it, you know, the path is the path, it may have not affected some people at all, and other people might have destroyed their homes. For them, this is their Katrina. And uh, it's important for for the city in this moment to come to sort of the aid of this community and not just deal with the aftermath of this tornado, but do, as you said on my show uh, a week or two ago, your, your goal is, you know, some people may be a paycheck away from the disaster. If you could get them the two paychecks away from disaster, you will have achieved your goals. But uh, it does reveal vulnerabilities when you have a tornado. So we're going to walk through all of those things. But, but, Mayor, why don't we take a step back? back for a second and remind people what happened in Moss Point.
3: Well, it was a shock to us because, you know, it's, it's just you just can't prepare for a tornado. You know, a hurricane, you know, we do have some warning and we have time to prepare. But, you know, we, like other areas that have a tornado, you know, you're not, uh, you're not prepared. I mean, you don't give very much, very much warning. So we were totally in shock when it happened because, you know, we just have not experienced it before. So the concern is, you know, how do you deal with this? Uh, What do you do the next day? You know, after you got beat up real bad, what do you do the next day? And we were kind of shocked on what to do other than we saw all this damage and we're wondering how do we deal with it? And, you know, we finally had to come together the next morning with accounting and we had some MEMA people here and had all of our team here to talk about what do you do next. So it was a big shock and our people now are still trying to work their way through the whole thing, Rick, and it, uh, it's taken us a little while to figure it all out. And it one for people like Paige, you talked about earlier with this experience of Red Cross. If it wasn't for Paige being a part of the team and volunteering her time, like you said, I don't know what we would have done, man, because she really was able to come in because of her experience in this work and give us some guidance on how this ought to be done. And she's been here from day one, man, working her tail off to make sure we get this thing right. And even at that, you know, we know we don't get everything right, but she's done the best she could to do everything to get people information and get people in the right place at the right time. And so we in Moss Point are just grateful for, for her help and all the support she's given us.
2: You know, Mayor, I've said this many times on my show, but it's it's in a it's in a moment like this when you have a challenge in a community is when you find out what is in the heart and soul of people. And in my conversations with with Paige, you know, the, the volunteers that come to the forefront and just you know come out of nowhere and want to help. It's uh it's it's amazing to watch that. And I, I once you once you once you get sort of through the 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 uh the, the shock of it all and then began to see, man, we've got some incredible people here willing to go out of their way to help this community come back. It sort of restores your your, your confidence and human beings, doesn't it?
3: Does well, you know the thing that I, I, I was talking to the Church of Latter day Saints uh, leadership last Saturday and uh, you know and I said to them it's, it's really tragic that we have to have a tragic to bring us together. Yeah. And yeah. I I asked a question, I say, God, tell me, how can you help me keep this going? Why can we keep this same spirit after this is over? Why, why do we have to have a tragedy to bring the best out of us? Why can't it always be there? And so we made a we made a goal we'll somehow try to maintain this spirit of gratitude, uh, the spirit of togetherness, the spirit of supporting each other. After all this calmed down, we want to try to keep that going and not let a tragedy bring us together all the time.
2: Yeah, I had a, let's say, it's interesting, I had a a conversation a week ago on my outdoor show with a a guy named uh, Major Glenn Jackson. And uh, he's African American. He's a leader of one of the shooting ranges called the Turcot Shooting Range, a real world-class um, shooting range as part of the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. And I didn't, I didn't, you know, I, I didn't know where he's from. And so just, I mean, we're just having small talk at the beginning of the conversation, and and I said, "Well, where did you grow up, uh, Glenn?" And he said, "Rolling Forks." And I said, "Rolling Forks, my goodness, I didn't, I, I had no idea. Well, how is your family?" He said, "We're doing well. We, you know, they all survived. We lost ten homes in the tornado, and but, but the conversation it immediately gravitated toward the um, the spirit of Mississippians and what he's seen in the, in the way people come together in moments like this. Now, look, it's hard to sustain that because people's lives." pull them back and they and they and they get back to doing the things they were doing before the storm occurred. But but you know, keeping people focused on it is one of the reasons why I, I love the, the fact that Paige has volunteered so much of her time in this effort because she knows what you've got to do to 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 prioritize your project plan and understand, you know, what what are the what are the must do things you got to do to keep people's attention on the issue. But but still it was touching to hear what he had to say about what he's learning about the The average Mississippian in this time of need And I know you've seen it too Mayor what's interesting to me though Is because I've held you up as an example on this show On a regular basis and I've held Paige up as a as an example as well that that the the role that the that the uh, chambers are playing in coast Mississippi the jack county chamber is a great example of this it's not your father's chamber anymore they're involved in community development they're involved in grant writing they're involved and the way that you and Paige had partnered on economic development on your plan your recreational plan on restoring confidence in the leadership uh, of the Moss Point uh, leadership all the work that you were doing the, the work that you're doing at I Attend the work that you're doing in your beautiful river city. All of these to-do items that you are involved in. Suddenly, on this day, with this path, of this tornado. Suddenly, as a mayor, your your attention's got to shift again, and uh, uh, it just it's, it it really taxes you. I know it's not easy to be a mayor. When we come back, we're at the end of this segment When we come back on the other side, we'll talk about what it was like to have to shift gears in the midst of all this positive activity that was happening in Moss Point. We'll see you after this break
0: listen live or on demand and watch episodes of the ricky matthews show on your laptop desktop or your phone or tablet by going to supertalkmsgulfcoast.com his passion and love for coastal mississippi is why he's here this is the ricky matthews show on supertalk 103.1 Welcome back to the Ricky Matthews show. I have
2: Mayor Billy Knight, the mayor of Moss Point, that has had to deal with a tornado. And my dear friend, Paige Roberts, who's the executive director of the Jackson County Chamber, who's been volunteering a mountain of her time. Uh, to the mayor and the team at Moss Point to to work on a recovery plan for for Moss Point, and we're trying to get a sense of all of that. But when we went to mayor, I so we went to the break, break mayor. I was talking about how you know one minute you're working on economic development, this re, you know implementing your recreational plan, you know restoring faith in the leadership of the city, and the next minute you're you're having to figure out okay how do we get ourselves out of this mess as it relates to the tornado we saw that a lot out there katrina some mayors were up to the task and some weren't but the reality is that a resilient city starts at the top you got to have you got to have a leader that's willing to bounce back and get into the trenches and then you have have volunteers and people in key roles that understand that not only do we have to get through this but we had to, to, to capture what we're learning about where there are vulnerabilities in our community and what this revealed about those vulnerabilities. We'll, we'll come to that in just a second. But you literally had to shift gears in the moment, didn't you, Mayor?
3: Yeah, we did. we had no choice but to do that, Rick. But, you know, we have to do more than one thing at a time. You know, we gotta, you know I say you've got to be the chew gum and walk at the same time. We did have to shift to focus on this tornado. You can't shift too much. You still have to do these other things that's important that need to be done. So we still focus on all those things. What makes it easy for me to not focus on it so much is people like Paige. You know, you got to have somebody that's focused on it all the time. Yeah, you know, Paige is focused on this all the time now. I don't, I don't know the chamber. She probably put the chamber to the side. Yeah. So she's spending all of her time, I believe, on Moss Point and this tornado, I'm doing that as well, but I'm also having to continue to look at this economic development issue, making sure we get our grant papers in on time for the money with the state and those kind of things. We still got to do all those things. And so we have to be focus on more than one thing at a time. But this tornado, this tornado is my number one priority right now for sure.
2: Yeah, we, Paige is lucky because she's got a board of directors that support her greatly and understands that um, helping Moss Point, you know, rebound. Uh, and, and, and uh, you know, not just rebound, but to, to, to capture the learnings in a way to say, okay, these are reasons, these are compelling reasons why we have to be focused more on resiliency as a community so that our ability to bounce back in the future is going to be even better. And this is why this economic development plan you're working on, this is why the recreational plan that you're working on, this is why all the things that you're doing are so darn important because it's going to, it's going to cause the tide to lift and a, a rising tide lifts all boats and, and And Paige has the benefit of working for a board of directors who get that. Paige, you know, it it is when you're in the midst of a situation like this, um, there's a lot you learn, but certainly you're learning. uh, There there are people that are just coming to the forefront to volunteer their time that just came out of nowhere. That's amazing to watch, isn't it?
1: (laughs) Yes, it it is. Um, You and I have talked, Ricky, about this before, but adversity does not build character, it reveals it. And that is what we are seeing here uh, in these past two weeks. And and I I know I have shared with you before, I'll pray in the morning for help uh, it to come in certain forms or fashion um, and then someone will just walk into the volunteer center or they'll call out of nowhere and uh, they're here to help and people that we've never known before but then also the people who live here every day and have some of them positions of uh, power or prestige and then some just just residents, um, but they all uh, have come forward uh, with uh, the revelation of their true character as well.
2: Yeah, you know, you, we have had a great conversation about this, you and I, privately, But and I've talked about it to some extent on the show, but it's important to note it, and that is that a large number of our citizens are on the edge, just you know, either either financially, their mental health, or whatever it might be. I mean, it could be as much as 50%. So when so those that are impacted by the a the tornado like came through Moss Point, those the ones directly impacted, they're going to be over the edge now. Now you got everybody else that's left who might have been near the edge but not over edge. The, they might actually be over the edge now. So what you, what, you, what you find in a moment like this is that there are a tremendous uh, needs. Uh, the other thing you learn is, as Haley Barber pointed out, the one thing that really caught his attention is that you would have people that had tremendous needs turn the help of others away so they could point to someone who had, they felt had bigger needs. And these would be people that were turning the help away that actually needed the help. But it's uh, – it's, it, so it's not just the volunteers and the people in the city who are engaged in the, in the recovery, but it's also learning something about who we are in terms of those who have the needs. Um, the, the people who are on the edge, they have very significant needs, and some who are on the edge have, are very resilient people, and they will turn the help away, and you've got to force them to take the, to take the help. Tell us about that.
1: Right. Well, we, we learned this uh, after Hurricane Katrina, and, and we've seen it time and time again in the past now almost 18 years since that hurricane. And and that is that Mississippians are strong and they've got grit and they they have grit in the form of resiliency and in the form of um Understanding what humanity, the the commonalities in humanity, and how there's seemingly someone always worse off than you are, um, and I think that's part of what you're seeing. You also have, quite frankly, the scientific. Uh, process that's going on in the brain when faced with trauma, and so sometimes people's um, behavior and decision making is uh, shifting in a um, non reasonable way, and so you're you're dealing with it on both ends, just just like with everything. We've got the high. End of what's going on with people and the low end, um, and from their hearts and also physiologically. So it's a it can be a lot. We're fortunate in the one hand in the city of Moss Point that the path of this tornado was only six square miles. So it's not the whole city isn't uh, destroyed or with major damage, but. Uh, there are sixty households that have experienced that and and that's uh, that's sixty families that, as you mentioned, this is their, Katrina. So it it's that it's like Dickens, it's very Dickensian in the sense of um, uh, the worst of times and the best of times and and how you bring your perspective to it is how you're able to address it, and of course, as you mentioned, this guy is sitting here t- next to me uh, is is here uh, for a reason, uh, a divine reason, and. This city and our whole Gulf Coast is so blessed to have him in this position of leadership right now because this is a perfect example that leadership matters. When we go to the polls in August for the various offices that are being voted on, people need to keep in mind that leadership matters and how we vote is so important.
2: Well, I can't I can't say substantiate what you just said enough. That there's no doubt about that. Not just in the case of Mayor Knight, but in the case of other leaders, and we should pay very close attention to how they lead and the messages they send. Too too many don't send. They send polarizing messages, and to me, a polarizing message is not bringing people together or making a community more resilient. It's it's dividing us. That is for sure. But you know, Mayor, one of the things that that um, that that Paige and I talked about one sort of an ongoing frustration that I had as a publisher, you know, in 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 Mobile during the oil spill, of course, in coastal Mississippi during um, Katrina that I had the opportunity to be the publisher in New Orleans. And of course, you know everyone understands the the aftermath of Katrina as it relates to the levees breaking in New Orleans. But one of the things that frustrated me was the way the federal government determined whether you get a, a a disaster declaration. And for people who don't understand how that works, it is based on size. So unfortunately, you can get tremendous impact, but if you don't hit hit the hit the number. Uh, there's, a, there's a there's a certain number you gotta hit in terms of of uh, impact. Then you don't get the di- disaster declaration. and, I always felt that was flawed because, you know, if it's five people or 60 people or 6,000 people or 60,000 people, the impact for a single person is still the same. Um, What we'll do when we get back on the other side, we'll talk about where we are as it relates to a federal disaster declaration from from Moss Point. And uh, and, and and we'll we'll share together how we could hope that maybe one day that will change. Uh, We'll see you after this break.
0: Subscribe for free to the Ricky Matthews Show podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Reminding you why we all love living in coastal Mississippi. It's the Ricky Matthews Show on Super Talk 103.1.
2: Welcome back to the Ricky Matthews Show. I have my friend, the Mayor of Moss Point, Mayor Billy Knight, and my friend Paige Roberts, Executive Director for the Jackson County Chamber. Mayor, you heard what I said before we went to break. You know, the the fact is that the federal disaster proclamation favors larger cities. It doesn't it doesn't favor smaller cities. But you know, the smaller cities are important too. Um, where are we as it relates to getting a declaration?
3: Yeah, well Rick, it is uh, very challenging because the other part of that, Rick, is that this was a local tornado, meaning that it only hit Moss Point. And because it only hit Moss Point, then it makes it even more difficult because it's difficult to come up with a number that meets that threshold to get us that declaration, even MEMA, the state declaration. Now we think and believe and the governor believe that we were at that point at $5.2 million. So he have recommended and asked the president of FEMA, he FEMA to come in and validate those numbers. The day after the tornado, the county working with MEMA started doing the, evaluate, the self-assessment, the evaluation of the damages that we have. Damage assessment, they started in the day after. On Friday of that week, those numbers was completed and sent to the governor. And the governor, staff, they've been evaluating those numbers and they, they decided that they believe these numbers meet that threshold. So they've asked FEMA now to come in and validate those numbers. And we're waiting for FEMA to come in, but that is the process. The county working with MEMA, does the assessment, damage assessment, They forward those numbers to the governor, and 5.2 million is what we're looking for. If you satisfy that, then the governor requests FEMA to come in to validate that. If FEMA comes in and says yes, they agree, then the governor can ask the president to declare this a federal disaster. And with that declaration, it means that now our people can get some individual help. Without that, those people that do not have insurance, you know, they'll count out they on their own. Yeah.
1: And, and, that's, and Ricky, that is with public assistance. The $5.2 million threshold is for public assistance. Yeah. The individual assistance is a different formula. And so that that's why the... FEMA verifying these numbers is so important. And it's also possible to get a declaration for public assistance and not individual assistance or, or vice versa. Those, yeah. those, that's all possible. And so, you know, it's analytical. It's political. This is awful uh, what's happened in Moss Point, but it may not be awful enough um, de- as you mentioned, depending on the, the various uh, formulas and the, sim- the math of it all, which, y- you know, there's math and then there's human existence and they try to bring them together as um, responsibly as they can.
2: Well I know and it, what's uh, what's important for people to know if they don't know this is that the way that this works with FEMA is it's based on an event. So you can't if you have an event here and in maybe a week or so you have another tornado it's not like you can add the costs of those two tornadoes together. However, if you have a a a thunderstorm a um, uh, front that comes down, and and you've got weather events that are spinning off of that. You know, maybe there's a chance to to bring some cities together related to that single front. Uh, you know, it'll be interesting to see if they're able to pull that together. But I think the most important thing to understand here is that. It it is not the the program is not set up for small towns that might be impacted, which is really unfortunate. And it triggers a reimbursement approach for the cities and the county that are really important, but it also triggers a a list of services that could be available to a single homeowner, especially in in poor areas that are impacted. But but I, I say that poor area. But I often said after Hurricane Katrina, based on what your insurance situation was, that that Katrina was a Equal opportunity to destroy it. Redefined what poor was. Suddenly, people who <laughs> had means—you know—if you had your business destroyed and your home destroyed, and you had money before, and you don't have any money now, you're now you're now needing services of the government, which is why I always said as a as a sort of a moderate conservative, I believe that conservatives. That the way I see conservative on the business side is for businesses, the free enterprise system to be bolstered and and encouraged. And but on the on the social side, events like Katrina, like this tornado, can redefine poor and, and it and there's a role for government to help us. And it shouldn't be based on whether you met a, meet a threshold or not. That's that's the part to me that's very frustrating. In the meantime, you have to assume that people may not get the services that would be provided to them, and that means that need for volunteers is greater. That means that means that you've got to find other ways to find uh, the ways to fill the gap. Essentially, don't you, Paige?
1: Yes, and that is where the long-term recovery committee process is so helpful. And that is something um, that uh, T. McCovey with United Way for Jackson and George Counties and I. Um, addressed the Board of Supervisors on Monday of this week here in Jackson County to request that we be able to stand up in LTRC along with MEMA to start addressing the long-term unmet needs through casework so that all of the government, non-government, and faith-based organizations that have resources of any kind for these 60 households who experience major destroyed level damage, can start to get those unmet needs met. It is also why anybody who uh, wants to help but does not have a chainsaw uh, or uh, the ability to put on tarps can give to rebuild Moss Point through the Merchants and Marine Bank Bank uh, system, because that is the fund that also will help with some of these long-term unmet needs. As you mentioned with the insurance, it looks like of the sixty homes major and destroyed, we think maybe five have insurance.
2: Yeah, that's uh, that's so unfortunate. But I'm not surprised by that because you know the big the big learning coming out of Katrina was that people were either not insured or incredibly underinsured. And, uh, you know, some of, some of that's due to homes maybe being being owned and being passed through the families. And there, there are a lot of reasons why people find themselves in a position where they're either not insured or underinsured, the least of which, obviously, is the fact they may not have the money to, to do it. And of course, if they have a mortgage, they have to have insurance and but uh, unfortunately in, in a lot of cases, uh, there's not a mortgage engaged here, so you, you're you're dealing with a situation where someone was uh, living on a shoestring and um, just didn't have the resources to to rebuild. I mean that's that's typically the situation, right page.
1: Yes, and also a good number of these residents are elderly. Yeah. Um and and as you mentioned and, and was quite evident after Hurricane Katrina is this passing down through the generations of property, but not necessarily with legal documentation. Yes. And so that yeah. That can also uh, sometimes be a hindrance and a pretty big obstacle because who actually owns the home or the property? And then are the renters? How many of these people are actually renters? And so they're they're then um, left with uh, totally no control over the roof over their head because they didn't own it to begin with.
2: Mayor, you're having to learn things about this subject that you hoped you wouldn't have to learn, I know, but it is a, there's, there, there's a lot there to learn, though, isn't there?
3: Uh, yes, it is, uh, Rick, and I'm open to that. I, I'm, I'm about I'm a lifelong learner, <laughs> so this is just another part of this learning process I'm going through, and um, you know, Rick, I, I, I tried to get this job three times, and uh, This is the time I got it and so I've said to you before, you know, I'm gonna take this lemon that God dropped in my lap and I'm gonna make lemonade out of it. And uh, we want our people to believe that we can do that and we're gonna work together every day to get it done and uh, leadership does matter. So my leadership is being tested now, Rick. You know, I talk about leadership a lot and I've said it before I got this job that leadership matters. And so now my leadership is being tested. And I'm trying every day to live up to that, to provide the leadership our city needs need to get us uh, out of this depth that we're in. So we're gonna get it done, Rick. It's just gonna take time. We gotta be patient. I'm asking our people to be patient. But one day at a time, Rick, you know, we're gonna work our way out. And there's people like Paige and our Board of Ottoman and people that's working with us closely every day. All these volunteers coming in, Rick. It's people like that that's going to help us get out of it. So I do have a lot of confidence in people, and if we be patient over time, we're going we're going to work ourselves out of it, make our better, come back better, bigger, and better than we were.
2: Listen, I'm confident that the Jackson County, Jacks County in general, has good leadership at this moment, and. Uh, they understand what needs to happen and it will be methodical and it will be well led and it will be volunteer leaders and governmental leaders and non-governmental leaders and everybody will come together and figure this out and mainly because you're in that role because you're you're just you're bringing people together and inspiring them when we come back for the final segment we'll we'll talk a little bit more about what you can do to help Moss Point. we'll see you after this
0: is the Ricky Matthews Show on Supertalk Gulf Coast
2: 103.1. Welcome back to the Ricky Matthews Show. I had the opportunity during a live uh, telecast or radio cast of, uh, of this show at the uh, Mississippi the Municipal League a week or two ago, I had the opportunity to spend some time with with Mayor Knight. We were able to actually be together during the conversation, and I mentioned to him that my mother was actually in rehab at Singing River, so I was spending you know about every second or third day over in um, in that area, and I would drive through Moss Point, and it just became part of my deal. And this was for a month or two that we were we were doing this. Um, and you you pass through it and you see wow this is such a cool little city this is this this city has so much potential particularly you know being right there on the river and something you guys have talked to me about and helped me understand how important that is to the city uh, a couple of times I went through there there were events happening there and wow what a great venue for having an event for the city. Um, but you know that that drive, though, that's uh, you know that drive is the drive. You know, part, you know the the tornado passed right across the, uh, the drive from from uh, downtown Moss Point to where I was headed the Singing River, um, and uh, so in, anyone who makes that drive on a regular basis, you know, they they're reminded daily that there's some something going on in the city around recovery. Um Mayor, when you think about you know, what do you when someone says what can I do to help? What what do you say to them?
3: Well, pray for us, first of all. And secondly, uh if you can volunteer to come, Paige mentioned the long term recovery fund that we've established at M M&M and M Bank and uh, United Way is gonna manage that money for us. If you, you can't volunteer, um uh, you know, you can always donate uh, to that fund. And uh, those are the two major ways. Volunteering, of course, praying for us, volunteering, and and donating to that fund. And uh, and just know that, uh, you know, you have a good partner with us if you come over and help us in any kind of way, whether it's volunteering or, or whether you donate into to the fund. Because, uh, you know, Rick, I've always said, even before I got this job, that we're all in this together. Mm-hmm you in Gulfport or whether you're in Moss Point, uh, this Gulf Coast, we talk about the one coast. Well, the other way I put it is that we're all in this together. Yeah. What affect Moss Point affects Gulfport. Whether you believe it or not, whatever happens in Gulfport affects Moss Point. So I don't want Moss Point to be a drag on the city because we're all one coast. We're all in this together. It's people helping people. That's the way I look at it as well. People Keeping people, and if we help each other, we're all going to be better because of that,
2: yeah, I believe we're interconnected as symbiotically as 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 compellingly as you just discussed it. There's no doubt in my mind about that, and as a publisher, I always felt so strongly about it. I talk about it on this show all the time. But you know this tide that rises, rises, raises you know us all. And at the end of the day, if one of us it might be sinking a little bit, we gotta gotta help them bail out. Paige, what do you say to someone who wants to help?
1: Well, uh, we appreciate them wanting to help and what help looks like right now is people who can safely and knowledgeably use chainsaws and safely put tarps on roofs. Right now, that's the need. Um, all of the smaller things that uh, could be done, that is done. Um, we have plenty- you got plenty of water. Yeah, I have plenty of water, plenty of cleaning supplies. Um, It's not the time to clean out your closet. It is the time uh, to either be able to help in those two high-skill-level ways or to give to rebuild Moss Point Long-Term Recovery Fund. We're in the third week uh, now, and and this is good that this is where we are. Um, And so that is... Um, the the main direction for the labor or for the financial assistance for the families with the long-term needs. You know, Ricky, I I discovered a piece of scripture after Hurricane Katrina that I call my disaster scripture, and it's certainly one that is applicable here. It's in 2 Corinthians 4, 8, 9, and it says, we are hard pressed on every side, but not Struck down. We are, but not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. We are persecuted, but not abandoned. We are struck down, but not destroyed. And that is where we are. We are hard pressed on every side, but not destroyed. And we just keep moving forward. And that is, um, that is the best uh, thing for for people to have hope in situations like this. and And I think you agree, Mayor. Yeah,
3: exactly. and uh, we want our people to have always have hope, you know, and uh, that we're gonna come back. And in my office, I got a word believe on the wall, Rick, and we have to have hope, and we have to believe that we can come back. You know, we all may be destroyed on both sides. But we're still here. We didn't have no casualties. We're blessed for that. So we're still here working and we're all working together. We can get through it.
1: I
2: can't think of a more wonderful, more beautiful way to, to end the show. But, uh, you know, I, I personally stand ready to help you with this show any way I can. And then the other thing is I know that the two of you working together can, man, y'all can y'all can uh, battle some some monsters and some big mountains together. And I wouldn't go up against you, that's for sure. And I'm, I feel confident knowing that the two of you are there doing what you do. God bless both of you. This has been uh, Mayor Billy Knight and Paige Roberts. Y'all have a good day, and keep up the great work.
0: Follow Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Super MS Coast 103.1. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.